Welcome to the second episode of the It Be Like That podcast. Today we have the same host as we had last week. Me, Nakib, Tamid, Rafi, and Pratik. Uh, this week's going to be quite interesting. We're going to talk a little bit about The Social Dilemma later. The Netflix uh, documentary. It came out, what, a month ago? Two months ago? Uh, but before that, we have we have some some things that we really wanted to talk about. Uh, would you rather... Oh, does this... Does this count as like an icebreaker type of uh, conversation? Uh, it's just instead of getting into the like the deep shit real quick, start off with something a little bit more fun, I guess. Nothing like uh, polarizing our audience right yeah. off the bat <laughs> yeah, to yeah. speak aside, right? <laughs> which one of us do they like more? And yeah. Which one of us do they agree with? Yeah, yeah. All right, to start off with, uh, would you rather, guys, be able to do a jutsu from Naruto or magic from Harry Potter? Uh, to be more specific, from Boruto's dad's show. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, right. Uh, uh, God. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think it's the clear answer, right? Like, there there are no spells that can wipe out planets, but... Okay, but, like, you say that's a clear answer, and, like, yeah. I almost want to say, like, that's super debatable, because, like, alright, Naruto, they got some crazy-ass ninja shit going on, but, like... Yeah, I could transport Harry you to another dimension. I'd never like, see it from you. What? What? Harry Potter, man, like, you could just look at a dude and just whisper a thing, and then they're dead. Like, that's it. Gone. Million that pieces. Like, Itachi's, like, fucking fire eye shit. I mean, you ever hear those conversations about, like, a seven-year-old being like, my dad can do this, but yep. my dad can do this. That's what that's what this conversation is going to boil down to. But the way I'm I look at you, it is, Boruto's like, dad's friends... A brother can do that. <laughs> yeah. Hold someone, someone explain the Boruto dad shit. There's definitely Boruto's dad is, is Naruto, who is <clears throat> the weeb shit that every middle school everyone, boy watched. I think for the most part, everyone's familiar with Naruto, <laughs> Naruto right? Yeah. The the fucking the Pete ninjas running with their arms behind them yeah, in yeah, ways yeah. that don't make sense. Yeah, right? me did that shit. I know that. I did. <laughs> okay, I did that shit in the third grade, and we're not gonna talk about <laughs> that. We're gonna move on right now. <laughs> <laughs> And this is but, why this is why we are his only friends. So let's let you know. This, okay, that's only half true. <laughs> only half though. Only half. Only half. Only. But but point. We're being, half of his friends. Naruto done grew up, banged some woman, had a kid. Boruto Whoa. gets his own show, and now Naruto doesn't okay, exist. Okay, right? it, he it, doesn't matter. In summary, you move your hands. You do some crazy funky shit, scream something, some chant, and okay, all of a wait, sudden so like, fire comes out of your hands. Now, here's you my, here's my thing to that, right? Because in Naruto, you gotta move your hands and you sometimes... Do you have to say something or is it saying something just no. for style I think that's style points. That's style points. That's style points. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, but like matter. everyone yeah. does it, so it's kind of like just part of the thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Hold on. I don't think you got past two episodes. There are a lot of ninjas that just don't say shit. They just No, that's fine. I get that. I totally get that. But like, what I'm kind of comparing it to... Is like in Harry Potter, right? You mm-hmm. have a equivalency in that you do a thing with your hand, which in this case is you use your wand, right? You also say something, but there's right. also parts in the later books that talk about you don't have to say something. You could just either think it or whisper. Like you could just do magic without speaking. Are we getting into the right? logistics of this guy's pick? I mean, I, it I'm is kind of getting into logistics. <laughs> no, no, but here's Naruto. my one argument, right? There's no chakra for magic. 
right? Until I ran out of my magic. You so just what, keep casting it. What's up? You can be shitty at it. Yeah. No, of course you could be. You could be shitty at. You could be shitty at ninja magic, right? You could be like, "Yo, my Rasengan fucked up and it blew up a house." <laughs> Yo, Rasengan started off really cool, and then he started using it to row boats and shit. It got really. Cool. <laughs> yeah, this became like a plot device. Or you could be Boruto right, let's and move just on. suck at it. I think the clear answer is Naruto. But it is Naruto. Is everyone on Naruto but me? Consensus yeah, is Boruto. Yeah, you're fucking wrong. Okay, bro. I'm saying consensus like, is Boruto. I'm gonna say Harry Potter because you Boruto can't run out of spells. You could just keep casting until you're dead, or at the very least, just turn some motherfucker Boruto's into a frog. grandfather was the best ninja. Of all time, I'm just gonna say that. Oh, all right, we're yeah. going to the next one. We're going to the next one. Oh. <laughs> um, that was way too intense. <laughs> I'm just saying, one. if this is what you rather, we gotta be polarizing yeah, yeah, and yeah. intense on this wall-to-wall -wall coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just waiting to find out this bullshit. Why Naruto is the clear answer? Yeah, yeah. Are you? Don't you start this? Oh, fight. Wait, 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 wait. I will, do, I will die on this hill. This hill, I will kill you. Die on. I think. Yo, Harry, where does Naruto have teleportation? Yes. Yeah, really uh, yeah, like, yeah. actually, like, I genuinely don't. So, like, what's the limit on that? Like, you know how Harry Potter, you can just kind of. I don't remember exactly, but, like, okay, I think wait, it's wait, 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 wait. The author of Harry Potter is still making changes, bro. Okay, That's but the. Uh, okay, we. I don't think anybody wants to talk about J.K. Rowling because yeah. she's. Uh, uh, I think I think we're all on the same page here. I don't know if anyone's uh, not aware of this, but J.K. Rowling is actively retconning slash adding in things in canon that were never in the books. Yeah. Like, oh, Hogwarts did have a black kid somewhere, or that Dumbledore was gay. There <laughs> was one black kid. Right? There was a black kid somewhere in there. Somewhere, somewhere, right? Is that true? And wait, wait, like, did you actually say that? Uh, yeah, something. I I think the black kid one. I don't remember exactly where it saw, but the yeah. Dumbledore being gay was definitely a thing that people yeah, made yeah, fun yeah, of. Her yeah, for, yeah, 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 right? yeah. Uh, and then something about transgenders. I don't remember exactly what it is, but I know a lot of people are shitting on J.K. Rowling okay, currently. We are not talking I, about I think, this. I think she no, but like real quick, I think she wrote a book talking about uh some transgender person murdering straight people, and a lot Ooh. of people got really pissy because like J.K. Rowling, do you just hate transgenders? Okay, are you we, afraid we, of them? We're not talking about this. No, would you rather be yeah. a master of instruments, <laughs> of all musical instruments, yep. current and future, or would you rather be uh fluent in every language, current and future? Wait, let's let's say it again. So, be a complete master in all musical instruments. Current to future, yeah, or be naturally fluent in all languages. So I immediately jump towards being naturally fluent in all languages. Reasoning, reasoning, you can literally go anywhere. You can literally you can go anywhere. You can speak to anyone. You can speak to the tribal people in Brazilian rainforests. Right, like even that, mm -hmm. even like, uh, like I wish it like was the also people like people who've never been contacted before. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it was like also literate in every language, but that'd be OP. But uh, that'd be overpowered. Uh, but oh, you mean like reading hieroglyphics and actually being yeah. able to figure out what they say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I see why Tamid is going towards this because his family barely understands his native language as it is. Okay, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> That's only. <laughs> Wait, it's not the language, it's the dialect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 let's be real, let's be real. It's not the language or the dialect, it's, it's be... that my bungalow is pretty shit. And there are people listening who definitely know my bungalow is like mediocre at best. 
But I'm okay with that. I <laughs> take comfort in that statement. It's not even about like, oh, finally people understand my bunga, like, ooh. <laughs> right? But it's also just like, it's so powerful to be able to walk into like a UN meeting yep. and just naturally converse with anybody in the room without yep. the need of a translator, right? That just removes a huge barrier to having people be able to work with you and understand you. Yeah. So yeah, and also the musical instruments. I'm not gonna try and boil it down too hard, but it's like that feels like a novelty more than like a a, a really a really career. impactful skill. Yeah. So like, are you two both instruments? I'm instruments. What? Are you guys um, both choose instruments? I I'm not sure actually. I, I I was I was gonna say languages is probably the better option, but I feel like in ten fifteen years we won't need to know uh, many languages because we'll have. You know those Google AirPods that uh, translate lifetime? Yes. I feel like yes. within 10 years, we'll have that. Like this, this ability seems kind of useless, but there won't be many of, uh, there won't be many things out there in the future that'll uh, allow you to master every single instrument or know every single instrument, you know? So I think I'm leaning towards in instruments now. Yeah, me too. The only argument I'd have against Fuck. that is that you'd still be limited by whatever languages Google chooses to support, or like whatever tech company is that rolls that product out. No, no, you have to yeah. be limited right. to what they support, and they'd support the major languages. Sure, that'd be convenient. But like, let's say the uh, un uh, what's it uncontacted villages or tribes that have never really spoken to anyone else outside of their own region that yeah. Nikib was mentioning, they would be useless there. Or really just any minor languages, right? Like, like Bangla is definitely not going to be on the first I already list know that shit. Like, no, I already know that shit. I already know that shit. We can wait. pick something more like Sanskrit. Sanskrit's wait, what, completely Ruffy, dead. Ruffy, what's your argument? Ruffy, what's your argument? Ruffy, what's your argument? The way we see with instruments is that, sure, the languages are great and all, but like, personally, I, like, I'm probably not going to go to the Amazon rainforest to try to speak to the tribal people. Probably just going to go to, like, Europe and, like, maybe Asia and stuff and, like, you know... Me and my, my, like if I like, I don't know, use like a translator and like try to talk through like a translator app or something, that's perfectly fine for me. Um, the way I see with instruments is that it's a good way to like, I guess, get along with people. It's like a nice icebreaker of some sorts. If you're like, I don't know, somewhere where with like instruments and stuff, you can like just play along and like, you know, people can just get along with you and like enjoy themselves around you and all that. So. My argument to like a universal thing, I guess. Like, yeah, I, I see, like, you know, being fluent or mastering all the instruments, I see, like, the appeal of it. Right? My, my, like, specific, like, rebuttal towards what Pratik said about Google, like, doing the whole translation or any tech company doing the translation is another thing is, like, think about the translations you get from Google Translate. How often is it really any good at, outside of very basic fundamentals? I think the thing with Translate is that they are accurate for what you put in. Right. Yeah. But the issue is a lot of time they'll translate word for word as opposed to yeah. being grammatically correct. No, not even right? grammatically. Like there's... a native like a native speaker wouldn't phrase their translations the way Google Translate would be. No, there's there's also uh accents, there's also figures of speech, you know, there's so right, many right, things right. that you don't know. And idioms knew... don't yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's part of like it translate word for word, but idioms don't translate in Google yeah. Translate. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, uh I think Google in terms of English at least, it does understand accents. And I think the same thing is true with other languages like Spanish. I'm not sure about the other love languages, but it is getting better. I'm pretty sure within 10 years, like, even if I was naturally fluent in all languages, it wouldn't really be that crazy or that good utility-wise. Yeah. But that's well, just my, say, my yeah, yeah. feeling. I don't okay. really care about this. I just yeah. kind of want to say, 
Naruto's better than Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, without yeah. go, right, I'm trying to go back. I'm not gonna go back to the Harry Potter Naruto shit, which also we can't spend too much time with it. I do agree with Rafi in one uh, respect. Uh, I, I, res I I agree with Rafi in a lot of ways, except for the main point of you know which one do I think is better. Um, I think a lot of it does come down to communication because sort of going down the line of what Rafi's saying, if music is universal, right? If you start playing music, you can bond with a random stranger who has no idea what you're saying, but they can still appreciate what you're playing and that it's good music, right? And it's sort of that same reasoning along the lines of like, oh, would you pick languages? That's it's for the same reason of being able to communicate better with anybody as opposed to, you know, just whoever uh, that's whoever's languages you're limited to. Right. Like sort of like the same reason why like stuff like Charlie Chaplin or Ch Tom and Jerry blows up all over the world is because it's got no dialogue. It's just music and visuals. So everyone can appreciate that. Mm hmm. I, th I think we've beaten those two into the ground. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. okay with that. Uh, and also, kicks the wrong as fuck. Oh my god. I don't I even know if I understood that. Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> he said he loves you very fuck. much and you're an amazing human being. All I'm saying that is, there's, there's no spell to make shadow clones, okay? Yeah. Alright, let's move I on. Think we're, move on. Have a horcrux. Oh my god. They can definitely make clones too. Oh, I'm gonna mute you. Okay. Would you rather have a twin, same gender as you, or the opposite? Um, Who I wants would... to leave with this one? I mean, I already have Should... a brother. Yeah, I was about to say, I think I know Nakeem's answer. I mean, I like th the... Wait, is, are all of our answers the opposite gender of what we already have? I don't know if I want a twin Maybe. sister, though. Like, the same age as me? I feel like if I have, if I were to have a sister, if I would want a sister, I'd yeah. rather her be, like, way older than me. Or not way older than me, like, five years older than me, or, like, a lot younger than me. So either way, yeah, it's either I get a mentor or um, or I get like a little sister, you know. But for the sake of twins, I think I'd just stick to it the twin brother. Brother, actually, I think like you share the same experiences. Like when you're completely the same age, you share right. very much the same experiences, and you can bond over that. I think I the most that. of the twins that I've met, generally, <laughs> I mean, I'm generalizing the twins that I've met. Uh, this is true. How many? I mean, to be fair, how many twins have all of us met, right? Cause, like, uh, yeah. I know like two sets at the most. I know, I know like, one. Yeah, I think three. I know like three or four. Pairs. I know like three, right? So like, and generally, like, I don't know how many of them legitimately have bad relationships. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, again, that's inside. There's an inside relationship, and then there's outside the house relationship. Right. right? right. There's only so yeah. much that any of us know about what's yeah. going on. Yeah. So uh, I would say, yeah, I'd take a twin brother. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'd go. I'd personally want to go with the twin sister only because like. The same idea of what you're saying of like you know you'd be able to share experiences with someone else, but it's also I'd if I had if I could pick I'd say sister just for that slight like you know, uh slight change in perspective that maybe she she sees something I don't right or understands something I don't and vice versa. So wait, what if one of you guys looks better, like as a guy or a girl? Like say you guys are identical right, but you're different. But say you're really hot as a guy, but not your sister. I mean, uh, I, like, the thing is, I uh, understand what you're asking, but I don't think there's really an answer there because yeah, yeah, yeah. that can exist for any set of yeah, siblings, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you could easily just be like the ugly sibling and just be like, "Damn, I got the short end." This yeah, thing. yeah. I'm, I'm or even kidding. if you are twins, like one could have like a let's as just a uh, a single standard. One could work out and one could not, and just have massive differences in what's more appealing, right? But, like, <laughs> no, no, that was just a dumb, dumb idea, uh, Rafi. Okay, so I. Go with a twin sister, cause 
first of all, I don't have a sister, so it'd be interesting to have a sister. Second of all, it's like what Tami was saying, like, it'd be a different experience. Because, like, twins, they're technically, like, genetically almost the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it'll be, like, a female version of me, somewhat, who... Like, or you'd we'll... be a male version of her. Yeah, right? So it'll be, like, she will go through the same stuff, probably the same schools and, like, classes and stuff, but have a different experience because she'll probably make different friends and hang out with different people and all that. Also, if she's the opposite gender, nobody will ever expect us to be together all the time. It's not, like, a requirement that we have to dress the same and, like, be together all the time. We could just be our own, like, people. Yeah. Sounds pretty. I don't know if you guys experienced this, but my brother and I are six years apart, and our parents still fuck up our names. Like, I'll be called my brother's name, and my brother will be called my name. Wait, what is your brother's name? I've actually never known. His, I mean, at home they call him Obik. Okay, and your duck name? Is Panini. Oh, you're actually Panini? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually am. Your I name is actually, I thought it was just a meme, bro. Okay. No, 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 it's not a meme. I really yeah, like that. Panini. No, 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 that's um, cool. Where, okay, wait, dumbass question. You're an really dumb question I'm about to ask, right? <laughs> to Did me? you know about the sandwich before or after you walked into it into a restaurant and saw it on the menu? I, I think I... Like, this is going back years ago, so you might not remember. But which came first? You knowing that it was a sandwich or you seeing your name on a menu and wondering, what's a panini? I think the latter. I'm pretty sure, like, I saw, I saw my name on a menu and I was like, what the fuck is this? Mom, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Can I order myself? <laughs> Can I eat myself? How do I taste? Um, also, I feel like, uh, I, feel like okay. <laughs> I would probably ask for a sister, like a twin sister, just because I feel like no one would be like, oh my god, you guys are twins. Do you guys fucking, you know, like, do the same shit all the time? Like, if, if I had a twin brother, it would be it would probably be like that. It would oh, be like that's a pretty bad point. Yeah. I know, I know like a set that. of twins. I think Nikim and I are both familiar with a set of twins who, like, their mom and dad treat them like a fucking, like, matching pair with everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I feel like it'd get right. annoying. Yeah. And, like, it's easy to do, it's really easy <laughs> to do that when they're the same gender, and it's like, oh, look, I can just dress up both of my dolls as the same outfit and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I see everyone's points. Like, I, I think, I, I don't think this is as controversial as the first two. Wait, I do have a follow-up question for all of you, though. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we're talking about what twins we'd want as a sibling, right? If you're a parent, what twins do you prefer? Like, let's say you, because twins are already a really low chance of uh, being birthed, right? If you got the option to pick and choose, what would you go with? Uh, 100% girls. 100%. Like two girls. Yeah, two girls. Because two boys, okay. fuck two boys. Jesus, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Imagine the. Pain in the ass too. Are you just talking boys. about your mom right now? Like, bro, my mom went through hell, man. <laughs> For anyone listening and isn't aware, me? this man has a younger brother. I have and... a younger brother. We fought all the time. My God, hell no! I am not having two brown boys, energetic little shits, run around in my house, fuck up my shit. No, this is not happening. <laughs> well, all right, that was a pretty. Easy uh, yeah, I know, I know that. Boy and a girl. Answer. I'd have a boy and a girl. Probably just go. Yeah. Boring girl? Yeah, really right. yeah, I feel yeah. like it's that's a good dynamic. Because like raising a boy and raising a girl are two very different things. Like especially in brown communities where like right. there's different expectations for boys and girls. So like it'll be like interesting to just you know get a boy and a girl and then like never have to worry about having kids again. Because I just got both genders at once. <laughs> that's it. Oh, oh, 
<laughs> Ruffy's thinking efficiently. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Ruffy's thinking, okay, we're gonna optimize our time. Our wife is spending only nine months in labor for two kids. That's double the yield. Okay, great, great. That means more time spent raising, less time spent making. Okay, cool. Exactly. <laughs> we'll start the college fund together right now. That's a bit of a cost we're gonna have to deal with uh, up front, but we'll take that. But that means they finish school faster and they're out of the house faster. Oh, Benefits. Cost benefit analysis for this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying this because I have a br little brother 18 years younger than me, so. Uh, okay, oh, now, that's an interesting that's, one. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like half a dad over yeah. there. Uh, who's next? Oh, did I not answer? Yeah, I don't think you did. Oh, I, I would just go with same as Pratik. I would go for one guy, one girl. Uh, just because, like, in my head, it's like, hey, instead of being tired of my two sons and my two daughters, be like, all right, I'm tired of one, I'll go to the other, and vice versa. <laughs> Or, you know, just mix it up. Teams. One's getting annoying, <laughs> alright, there's the other one. They're both fine. They're... I'm sure I'll love both of them, that's not a question, but you know. <laughs> to be familiar mean. with switching teams. I mean, what, is, what does that even mean? Uh, I mean, you know, the boys and girls. What? Okay, what? I lost oh, anyway, Pink on, on that one. On, I'm on, gonna on. assume everyone else lost him. Moving on, moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lost himself there, You said boy and a girl, right? I said boy and a girl, yeah. Yeah, why? What? Why? Wait, wait, is it for the first Why? question? No, 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 to me it's question. To me it's question. Um, I feel like it would just... Uh, I don't know, for, 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 the, uh, for the diversity and the dynamic at home, I feel like it would be better. If I had two boys, it would be a fucking annoying. If I yeah. had two girls, it would be fucking annoying as well. I think having a mix would be less fucking annoying. Um, there's no... There's nothing to back this up. It's just a feeling I have at this point in time. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I, I actually misinterpreted the question. I thought it was only either two boys, two girls. But I will oh, stand by my answer. I will stand by my answer. Okay. Two girls, <laughs> two girls, easy for you. Yeah, two girls, two girls. <laughs> All right. Sounds expensive. Uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah we're, let's move on. <laughs> you better get us a for a credit card. Oh my god. Oh no, uh, I said either way. I feel like they're both expensive. Oh, they're always going to be expensive. I anyway. mean, kids themselves are just inherently expensive, right? If yeah. it's not you're it's buying shit for them, or they're not outgrowing their own clothing and toys, there's also college, they'll break stuff for sure. They'll have different tastes over time, different things that they're going to be interested in this, as they're growing is, up. Yeah, where are we at? Guys, this is a long topic. We, we, we have to get, yeah, we have to get to the crux of today's podcast, right? Um, so we all took the time this week to watch The Social Dilemma, a documentary on Netflix, uh, it, which is, I guess, revolving around the idea of how powerful these social media companies legitimately are. How much and control. dangerous. And dangerous, yeah, potentially dangerous. Well, not potentially, it is dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, they are, have been, or have been. Um, and I guess just shedding light on the topic i'm I, I i'm assuming all of us every single one of us saw something in this documentary that really kind of like made us think resonated. like what, like yeah like resonated or like opened your eyes i guess to like holy shit this is actually like happening at least for me i i, I didn't think it was as big of a problem as it legitimately seems like it is um does anyone want to start off with some general ideas or want to give a synopsis i don't know uh, I think a quick synopsis is probably a good idea here. Uh, I guess as a quick rundown, they sort of talk about um, 
what sort of led to social media companies being so successful, right? And for the documentary, I mean, all documentaries do technically have their own sort of perspective or spin on things. And here, a lot of things that they focus on is sort of the heavy emphasis on algorithms and just letting the websites themselves sort of learn about you, your preferences, what, and basically what gets you as an individual user on these sites like Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, or even just Google in general to click on the things they want you to click on, right? Um, that includes stuff like other people's posts, uh, advertisements, which make these companies all their money, um, as well as, you know, stuff like getting you to think in ways that they want you to think, right? Um, and sort of the risks slash, like, already confirmed, like, dangers that come with that uh, and their overwhelming presence in uh both individual lives and society as a whole. Uh, and they pointed out a couple specific examples that we'll delve into later, stuff like um, <clears throat> Pizzagate or the most recent uh, 2016 elections or even the upcoming 2020 elections are definitely affected by this. Um, you know, uh, we have it written down here. It's like these companies or like these platforms were initially just purely created to, I mean, all, every company is created to, you know, make money. Right, generate revenue. Uh, initially, the target of any social media website or page is to get users, right? To become as big as possible. Now, the goal is to keep users on the platform for as long as possible because that's how they generate revenue, right? The more ads that you look at, the more articles that you click, the more money these companies make. That is literally the business model, right? Um, now, that brings a lot, a lot of problems, right? With that, I mean, think about it, guys. I, I was talking to Pratik yesterday. Everyone, can you guys open your phones and go to your, um, your what is it called? Pratik, what is it called? It's a usage, daily usage? I don't know. Oh, daily, daily usage? usage. Your screen time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. your screen time, screen right? Screen time, yeah. Uh, why don't we all share how much time today, or like, say, in the last week, we've spent on like social media platforms How's, oh like, man uh, yeah. i have not i've never checked that yeah. like I, I know it's there in my phone but i've yeah. literally never let's go take looking. a look at this yeah oh. my daily average uh on my phone is two hours and nine minutes but the majority of that is um on instagram by more than half i have an hour eight minutes on instagram and then the rest is like spotify discord um is it's it... just changing songs and replying to messages. what is it actually called i forgot is this screen time this is just screen time. Yeah, it's it is a widget time. for me. I don't actually yeah. know what it is. Okay, screen, screen time, time is for Android. I think you're remembering for. No, I'm for on. I'm on it. I have it. I have it. I have it. For screen oh, okay. time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, unfortunately, it's Sunday, so it it hasn't tracked for me. But today, right, I have most of my percentages on YouTube, which I will count as a social media platform. Uh, then I have Apollo, which is Reddit, and then I have Twitch. After that, I, I uh, so like my numbers are 40 minutes on YouTube. 20 minutes on Reddit, 20 minutes on Twitch, 17 minutes on Instagram, 15 minutes on TikTok. And generally, in, in general, most of the time, I'm on my messages, YouTube, yeah. or IG generally for me is like, maybe I spend half an hour in a day on Instagram. Yeah. And then TikTok's been picking up recently. Hey, so real quick question about the TikToks. Uh, are there ads on there? Yes. Like yes. a lot of them? Is it like every third one like Instagram does? Uh, ads, I think, are a lot less prevalent on TikTok. But when you open the app, you get an ad. Yeah. And then every now and then you'll get an ad while you're scrolling through okay. through TikTok. Now, so, uh, in, everyone else. TikTok, I, think, 
think bringing up TikTok is kind of interesting because I also, uh, for anyone listening, I personally don't have a TikTok, right? Same. Uh, I don't use it very often. Although, do I do get to see a, a good amount of them either from wait, people? Wait, wait, wait. Did Rafi tell us his screen time? Oh, okay. Oh, so, no, we haven't for... done that. Let's we'll see that first, actually. So, for today, uh, let's see. Says there on social media, I spent like an hour. Uh, entertainment, so that's the YouTube an hour. And then travel. So, I use Google Maps that I was driving around. So, 52 minutes of Google Maps. So, altogether, it's like added together is like four hours of my screen phone time so on average like, yeah how, how long do you guys think you spend on like social media like total social media social like media per say percentage say like percentage of your phone usage how much of it is actually social media and i'm talking reddit i'm talking instagram i'm talking facebook tiktok youtube oh, i think huh. that's that's a I lot think, that's that is a lot yeah for, at least in my head, I feel like phones have become almost synonymous with social media use, right? Yeah. If I'm not using my phone to, let's say, uh, I don't know, directly like text or contact someone else or just GPS, I'd say social media is at minimum 50% of my use, if not more. Yeah, I would say I'm probably around 60 to 74%. Even if it's not right. like the big stuff like, uh, like Instagram or TikTok, I'm on Reddit constantly yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm on reddit constantly or youtube I mean, it's just so easy i mean that's the issue with these apps is that it's so we just open them up and just all right i'm gonna start reading or i'm just gonna start seeing other people's posts yeah and the best ones are the ones that are geared towards you and those are the ones that you're on so long you know sure. like i consider reddit being a little bit more unbiased than others but even reddit is geared towards like me. the issue is that um and sort of i think social dilemma does talk about it briefly so i won't delve yeah. too deep into it but like um the issue is that a lot of these sites use algorithms to give you what you want. Reddit gives you a bit more control in terms of this is what I'm interested in. So you're voluntarily signing up for it. And plus, right. because of how Reddit sort of uh, organizes itself based on upvotes, right? Based on other people thinking, yeah, this is cool. More people get to see it, right? It's not as algorithm heavy, but it is still social media. It's still prone to disinformation. It can still, uh, like Reddit still has its own issues to deal with. Uh, that are not exclusive. That that are not you know um, exclusive from other social media sites. Yeah. To me, did you get Rowley's yet? Oh, I did. I did. Um, okay. Off the top is YouTube, Reddit, uh, and then Instagram, and then I, I'm not counting like Spotify and messages because yep. that's not really social media. Okay. But yeah, YouTube, Reddit, and uh, Instagram are in my top three. Um, to me, do you had a question? Did you ask it? I mean, I don't about think I let TikTok. you finish that. Yeah, something about TikTok. Uh, oh, it was for TikTok. It was basically, oh, it was in relation to Pratik's question about uh, advertisements, right? Because you, you mentioned before that, you know, these companies are one of their biggest purposes to make money, right? They have to be profitable. It they have their to biggest be purpose. sustainable, yeah. right? Um, companies like Facebook, Twitter, uh, these are all publicly traded companies. So people get to see how much money they're making uh, and how heavily they're monetizing their business model, right? Like Facebook, one of the reasons it's as big as it is, is that it is a very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very profitable business model, right? It's very easy for them to collect, sell their user data and to uh, basically focus on their advertising end of things, right? Facebook being the second biggest online advertiser, uh, only second to Google, right? Um, Twitter for a while, and this is for people who maybe either aren't following it or just aren't aware. Uh, Twitter's had a bit of a rough like social media stream for when it comes to money because they're not quite as profitable as they want to be, 
right? They've always struggled having um, a consistent income from quarter to quarter. And that's also a problem that's hit Snapchat, right? Um, Snapchat, if anyone remembers from like anywhere between six months to a year, maybe longer than that, it kept getting redesigns because their creators kept looking for ways to insert more ads, to find more ways to monetize. And they end up hitting their user base really hard to the point where when users are hit with, hey, I got redesigns, which people don't like, to put more ads, which people still don't like, they start migrating to other platforms like Instagram Stories, which at the time was just an easy way for people to be like, hey, this does more or less the same thing. A lot of people already had, like Instagram had a bigger user base, so we can just jump over there, right? So the reason why I'm saying all this is that a lot of these companies, being that they're publicly traded, you get to see how much money they're making. You get to see how their current monetization policies are affecting their bottom line and how heavily they're monetizing their users. TikTok is not a publicly traded company, is it? I mean, I don't think it would be publicly traded so. unless... No, I, I don't, don't think so. I don't or, think so. I can TikTok check. TikTok is owned by ByteDance, right? And yeah. ByteDance, I don't know if it's publicly traded or not. Right? Well, I guess the thing is, if, if they are publicly traded... They also have to choose to be out which stock market they want to be a part of. This is true, right? right? So if if it, it, it's um, TikTok's owners, like official owners, are Chinese, right? Like that's official. If they yeah, don't want to be on on American stocks, they could choose to be on Shanghai on the Shanghai market. Is it is, is it Shanghai the stock market in China? Uh, is it Hong Kong. It, oh, it might be well, Wait, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. I, I don't Hong know much. I don't know. I don't know if Hong there's Kong trades China. Of, um, there's a couple of stock exchanges. I I'm like 80% confident Hong Kong is one of them because China's emphasis on Hong Kong is usually Shanghai. as like Shanghai. Is it, oh Shanghai. Shanghai. Okay, Shanghai. my bad. Shanghai. Is Hong Kong one of them? No, I'm I just mean, Hong Kong about... has a stock exchange. No, no, Hong Kong. Oh, Hong Kong. Okay. But China's yeah. main stock exchange is the Shanghai Stock Exchange, which I don't know if we have access to over over in the states. Okay, then I guess maybe this question is you know may not be answered today, and that's fine. Um, but I guess the big thing I'm getting at is. The way TikTok monetizes its stuff, right? People don't really know, yeah. right? We don't know a lot of information about how it gets monetized. We don't know if it's purely just from the few ads that are, serving, that are getting served to us, or if they are actually selling off user data, sort of like how Facebook is akin to. Or, I mean, there's always the overarching security issue of TikTok, where their user data is stored in China, and that's sort of the big thing that got the Trump administration all riled up. Um, but I guess that's just something to that's a question to keep in mind for the future when it comes to new social media sites and sort of just wondering, okay, we know about previous sites and the issues that come with their monetization policies. What's going to happen with this one? Yeah, it, it should be interesting to do this monetization. Um, I kind of want to transition this into uh, what we have here, right? It's a uh, location-based, I wrote down Google recommendations, but location-based, uh, I guess, gearing of what you see you know, it kind of really like opened my eyes to see how like I was always wondering, like, how dumb could you be, you know, to believe the Earth is flat? How dumb can you really be to believe that climate change is a hoax? And then, Wait, you real know, quick. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, I, I just, I just want to um, make sure. Did, did we touch on why uh, why the movie is saying that um, that these tech companies have too much power and they're probably bad? Well, we're, we're gonna get into this, right? Like, we're gonna get into okay, why this is because it's it's really for, about for this. Watching, they could probably also like watch the documentary yeah. themselves for yeah. for like that specific answer. I mean, tell tell me, you guys don't really like think that, like, you know, like how dumb can you really be to not believe in climate change, 
right? Like, how how dumb can right. you be to not believe in like uh believe the Earth is to round? Not believe in like, science to think right, you like know scientists. Yeah. And, 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 and then the documentary like goes into how geared these recommendations are, considering the location that you're at, right? With Mm-hmm. You know, with with the states like the red states, or you know uh, that that uh, where like you know in in general population, I'm speaking completely in, in in the general sense, where you know climate change is not as big of a deal with red states as it is blue states. This re- Google recommendations will initially tell you if you type in climate change, it'll be is a hoax, right? We all saw that. Um, yeah, and if you type depending on your location. here, like if you do it here, we're gonna get how climate change is affecting the world, how bad is it, how long do we have left, right? And right. this like, like this. I was watching this, and I was like, "How the fuck is this possible? Like, how how is this even allowed to give different searches? This is specifically Google searches to different people because of what Google thinks will get them to stay on the website longer. Like, how is that even allowed? I thought that was in- insane because that's a firm, like it's a version of confirmation bias to a whole nother level. Oh yeah. You know, where the information that you're getting, that like, because people who search it up, no matter where you are, will think the information that you're getting is legitimate. You know? Yeah. I mean, the issue there becomes like, like, sort of the way you phrase a question, how can this be, like, how can Google doing this be okay? It's sort of like, Google's not even doing that, right? Like, no one at Google, like, no individual at Google says, all right, in Kansas, we'll say climate change is a hoax as a top search result. But in New York, we'll say, you know, the, the, how it affects the world. But that's the danger of their algorithms, that this is all done automatically, right? Once people start talking about, oh, is climate change a hoax in Kansas, that blows up. And that it's sort of like a snowball effect where more and more people start to see, oh, climate change, is it possibly a hoax? They start to question it. And that just gains, uh, that sort of rises in the search result. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like... It's, it's, it's like, it, it goes into the idea that I have, like, that we have listed right after. It's how to determine truth, right? Like, how do you determine what is true or what is not? If the internet is your main source of information, how would any person, any logical human being, really determine it without going into scientific papers? Which most of us, even I don't do. I don't go into reading peer-reviewed scientific journals to research climate change like i'm not gonna do that right like uh because i'm a simpleton right <laughs> i'm not gonna do that um but I'm sure most people don't have the patience for that exactly right like you do it in college because they tell you to and then outside of that you never do it um like unless you're in the field so how i think real yeah. quick uh yeah. I, I i was actually um on reddit a couple days ago uh and i it was uh it was something and then down in the comments, it led to like saying how the paper that this uh, our, our article is based on, it's bullshit, right? Because uh, they were studying something, uh, some type of sickness, and they looked at uh, treatments. They looked at how many people were, were, um, were in the trials for it, and it was only like 100 people. And they, it, this was supposed to be like an illness that affects like 100,000 people, a million people, whatever it was. But like the article didn't talk about it. And they only talked about how it was successful. They never mentioned how the sample size was really like tiny. And I looked further into it. It turns out a lot of these papers that are um, that are supporting a certain trial or something, right? They they get published all the time. Like so, even if you go look into it, if you don't have the patience to read twenty fucking pages of really boring ass shit, 
you won't realize that you know um this article is bullshit it's it, it, it holds no truth yeah, yeah so like this is this Even is harder. this yeah. is the question that i kind of want to ask is how would a regular person determine what is legitimately true or it is a personal truth that one that you choose to accept like how do you guys think someone will actually tackle this because it, it like yes you can say you have to do your research you have to look it into it right but someone can very easily tell me like do your research like do my right, research right. and find out that climate change is a hoax right like climate climate you know a bunch of blogs slash other websites or youtube videos yeah. all pointing at information saying hey earth is flat or vaccines give autism right Right. And, and then like, again, this is like, imagine on the other side, right? Like we, we kind of use these examples as a way to show you that, hey, these things are fake and they're uh, not true. Right. Where, yeah, we we're sitting here and we're like, we have scientific backing. Right. Because of why? Because why? Because the, the articles that we read, the articles that we see, the things that we choose to accept say that, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes you kind of like I, I kind of thought of it as like. What if I what if, like it's not the fact that like well, what if I'm thinking like the uh, this I'm thinking about this the wrong way, but I can so now I see how people have become so polarized, you know, I become so yeah. divided in everything, I, even something that shouldn't be polarizing, like it, like anti-vax, right? I will stand by this. Anti-vax is a dumbass idea and concept. <laughs> but uh, but the thing is, now I see why people fall for it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, the, yeah. the thing is, on the other side, someone can say, I can see how you fall for how anti-vax is not, is, is like good. You know what I'm saying? Or vaccines are bad, you know? And they do cause autism. Yeah, like someone can easily tell me that, right? And I can see why they would tell me that, right? Now the it, issue there becomes like, does that mean these these websites, these companies, they need to be putting more money slash energy into into fact checking, into making sure their own results, the things that their own algorithms recommend, are like actually accurate, are actually from credible sources? Like there's that this is like that that me asking this question unfortunately won't be answered today because that's an ongoing issue with uh uh like Facebook and Twitter and Google, um, and especially is only getting worse of a becoming worse of a problem with stuff like the election. But like, I think these um, websites that spread misinformation, I don't think it's by mistake. I think it's targeted, and they know that it will drive a lot of clicks, which will lead to ad revenue, and that's why they exist. I don't even think the majority of the people who create these websites believe it themselves. I mean, even those websites, their 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 whole goal is to gain as many clicks and clicks as many as reads as right. possible, right? Because that's how they're going to right. generate revenue. It's all about the game, right? It's all about the game of making money, right? And now, now this can turn dangerous, right? I mean, think about it. Like we're gonna like we have this next thing written here, right? PizzaGate, right? It was it was it, it was talked about in in the social dilemma, and there was also the whole Wayfair incident, where right. both of these are very similar stories. Where every time you order a box of Domino's or you order like a piece of furniture from Wayfair it means that like a child is being fucking sold right you know and like it's, it's so dangerous like I, i'm sorry i'm gonna jump in for a second because like it's it's so wild that it's so easy for this information to be spread by literally anyone i mean the, right? the whole point is tell me that is not compelling you see something that says every time you order a box of dominoes a child is being sold 
Right. The thing is, everyone's like. I think we can all agree universally, unless you you are a walking piece of filth, pedophilia is wrong. Right. Yeah. Selling children. I agree. Yes. I agree. We can all. I think this is not a hot take for this podcast. Right. Yeah, we can go on the record and say pedophilia. Ah, uh-uh, that, that's a no good. Right. That's a no no. We don't support that. We don't condone that. Off the hell with you. Right. Or you know whatever you care for rest of the afterlife. Um. But like the issue is these things like Pizzagate and Wa- Pizzagate and Wayfair, they play on people's emotions to be like, hey, this is a problem. There are kids being sold into pedophile rings. Do something. Spread this information. And if at minimum you can at least share the information to help you know raise awareness about the situation, people will, which is understandable, except for the fact that this was never real to begin with. And it's so easy for perfectly you know, normal, intelligent people like any one of us to be like, oh, I'm going to share this just like any other cause would be shared. Yeah. And and the thing is, when it's something dangerous like this, things will happen. Like someone in, in the documentary itself, someone walked into a Domino's or I think it was a Pizza Hut with an yeah, AR. Was, I think it was a small, like family-owned pizza store. It wasn't even a chain. Yeah, right, right. Like with like an AR and told he 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 said that like he was trying to stop the pedophile ring. He was trying to liberate. Uh, uh, to be more accurate, he was trying to liberate the children in the basement. Yeah. Right? He, a man with an assault rifle marched into a pizza store and essentially held up the store, saying, "I'd like you know liberate the kids in the basement that I know are down there." He said that with yeah. all the resoluteness of everything he'd seen and read. And even when the police were arresting him, the documentary. Uh, had the police body cams where the cops are asking, what are you doing? And he specifically says, I'm here to save the kids in the basement. To which, you know, one of the cops are just bewildered, but the other cop knows what he's talking about. And it's just tragic that someone like that, who in all other scenarios, if you just meet this guy at a coffee shop or just encounter him in the street, might be a perfectly normal human being, but just happened to fall for this sort of misinformation because that's where the clicks led him to right that's the rabbit hole he fell into yeah and then th- i think there should be freedom of speech on the internet to you, this can, extent. can you say that again what was that wait what did you say oh i said um i don't think there should be freedom of speech on the internet like this to to this extent um i mean i, I think it should be Freedom of spreading misinformation. I don't think that is consistent. I don't think that is withheld. I don't think that's held up by the Constitution. You like, you can't like freedom of speech. Do, I don't think allows you to spread like false information. I mean, it's it, arguably it's the same reason why you can't walk into a movie theater and shout fire. Yep. Right. Freedom of speech protects you to it. make any opinions you want or to sit, make any you know hot takes you you want to make, but without any sort of uh, consequences. But you can't willingly spread disinformation with the intention of, yeah, I'm going to get people to think the wrong thing. Right? So that is like innately like illegal, right? But It is. But the issue is it also walks into... Like, uh, no, no. The issue here becomes the internet. mediating the First Amendment is always a touchy subject, right? People, whenever it comes to, you know, is this okay? Is this not okay? Where do we draw the line? At what point? Legally speaking... The First Amendment is always a very touchy subject, right? So that it like there's there's so much gray area in this entire conversation. Um. Now, now this is like, you know, we can start asking the question of political disinformation. I really don't want to get into politics. Like, I really no, no. we did it like in the in the first episode, yeah, but yeah, I think we got to it. Yeah, uh, but like yeah. you know, the idea that like 
say say you know sometimes like you may ask like oh how 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 can you fix this an argument may be the government takes control but then there's an innate problem to that whoever is in power will have so much control over what the public sees to the point where they can spread propaganda without even uh, without the public even understanding that it is propaganda. Right. I mean, that's I the mean, whole point. To that, extent, that was the one of the examples in the documentary, right? They talk about uh, in Myanmar, every every person who buys an a smartphone is forced to have Facebook downloaded onto it. At which point, they can be fed information by the Myanmar uh, uh, government and. That can lead to manipulation, which eventually resulted in. Um, I'm so sorry, I forgot the name of them. Not the, not the Uyghurs. What's the group of Muslims uh, that were? It starts uh, with an R. Starts with an R. It was the genocide, right? Yeah, it was, the it was genocide. It was, was it mass rape. It was an exodus. The Rohingya. Rohingya. Thank you. Yes, right. Like a lot of that was started because of disinformation that the Myanmar government put forth on social media to like you know misinform um their their citizens right so to Nikib's point it's incredibly dangerous for a government to have control of that right i mean the whole bolsonaro election in brazil was highly driven through social media they were in the documentary these these brazilian citizens were chanting facebook chanting facebook you know? to a, uh, I don't believe the documentary covered this, but a very similar uh, example came up in India, where I believe um, people were literally being murdered. Uh, I believe it was Muslims being killed by uh, some very, very extremist Hindu groups uh, because of misinformation that was spread on WhatsApp specifically in that instance. Right? Oh my and god, that, fucking uh, WhatsApp, bro. Uh, WhatsApp. Uh, <laughs> oh, have you heard of this? WhatsApp. My I mean, God. WhatsApp is as like a, a in, inside joke is like it's hilarious for uh, like brown parents to spread anything and everything to each other. But in this case, there were actual consequences that resulted in the deaths of people. Right. And it's I like, think WhatsApp is a little bit different because it's it's driven by by like your oh, friends. Direct messages versus yeah, like there, it, nothing is going to be recommended to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I don't use WhatsApp. It's just messages. Messaging. Right. It's purely messaging. Yeah. yeah. Is, so I don't. So I, 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 you can't, it's not really WhatsApp's fault at all, right? The it's just there is that, like, stupidity and lack of fact check. After the, the murders was like, uh, I believe the Indian government was trying to have WhatsApp implement some sort of in-app fact checking for the articles that are shared, right? Sort of like the, if you're sh- sending it to someone, it, there would be yeah. like a little disclaimer below that, hey, this article above me is wildly false or, you know, isn't. So. Once Corona started and hit India, um, I'm I'm in a Facebook page with with my cousins and my uncles and us. Um, my uncle started sharing posts about like how ginger and lemon tea was supposed to keep you safe from Corona. Oh, um, oh yeah, I heard that. that. I think it was like a couple posts a, a a day for like two weeks, and then you know when all of the um, people got riled up from misinformation, right? Then um, fake. Fake uh, WhatsApp warnings were being passed around, where it said there will be a uh, you will be arrested if you fret, if you spread misinformation about um, about COVID, right? So then they started spreading misinformation about the consequences of spreading misinformation, and it just kept on getting worse. People were literally copying and pasting like, "Hey, this is from the government into someone's WhatsApp messages." Something like, like that, yeah. This like, seems they, like such they were a saying jerk. you'll be arrested. This is such a circle jerk, man. My God. Um, 
<laughs> and I, like this. Wanna explain what a circle jerk forever is. This for I think you can understand. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to explain what a circle jerk is. <laughs> Maybe we cut that part out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, now we'll be fine. All right. Um, you know, then then you know we have uh, not even just misinformation, like being the only dangerous part of social media. We have, especially in the United States, of how it affects everyone who's on social media whether you're you know as uh, like you know preteen is i feel like a lot of these documentaries and things focus on preteens and like teens because you know suicide rates depression but it affects everyone you know what i'm saying like i'm not like detracting away from the problem i'm not trying to detract away from like saying like oh teens shouldn't get the focus or anything i'm just saying i feel like the the, it affects everyone even when you're an adult um, it, uh, I think the reason they focus so much on kids is that it affects them so much yes. more harshly. Yes, right? very, very much At least true. Adult, um, think of it sort of like this. You know when a teenager kind of has their first breakup or has their first heartbreak or rejection and yeah. it's like, oh, this is, a, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, mm-hmm. right? This is a 10 out of 10 in terms of my emotional pain. But that's also because they're a teenager. They don't know any better. That to them could actually be their worst heartbreak, right? Very much. Whereas for an older adult, that might regi- what you used to register as a ten out of ten might not hit them so hard because they've gone through so much more uh, emotional turmoil or had a wider range of experiences. Right? And, and and like being a teenager and being so emotional at that age, you everything is there. Everything is there and placed in front of you, right on your face. You're so much more susceptible to that. Right. Everything. Right. Like. Whether whether it's a breakup and then that person moves on and you see that online, imagine that what that does to a seventeen year old or sixteen year old, you know, like yeah. or like see seeing that. random strangers or even your friends and family criticizing your pictures or you know calling you out for something in front of everyone yep. else who then suddenly gets likes on their comment calling you out. I mean, it's something even as simple as not getting as many likes on a photo that you posted recently than you did before or mm-hmm. not getting as many likes as your f- close friends you know as, as something right. as simple as just a number under your uh under your picture will kind of destroy you in in, in certain situations right i think uh, the right. reason that that they focus on kids more than um well younger kids is that because their their uh suicide rates were higher yes. i think for middle schoolers it was more than double what, it went up uh, by 100%. Yeah, 150%. Like that, yeah. 150% in, 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 in preteens or preteens or anywhere. Yeah. I think it was like four, until like 15 or something like that. Um, but like, yeah. like the, the, uh, the, the whole question I guess I'm trying to ask is what, 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 what would you teach kids? Like, what would you teach your own kids about right. social media? Considering would, that we've grown through it. Like, I yeah. think all, uh, like all of us are technically Gen Z. Um, or millennials, I think. particularly you're, you're the or, border, right? Yeah, millennials. Let's fall on like that weird borderline yeah. territory, right? Yeah. I believe the documentary yeah. defined Gen Z as 96. ninety-six and above. Yeah. So we're literally just barely Gen Z, but then I've also seen millennial be argued as ninety, like up to ninety-six. So like, yeah, so, somewhere. So, so we're at that border. But but like, I think all of us can say that we. Even if we like grew up like even if like Facebook came out in '09 and like Instagram came up after that, we kind of grew up in this environment. What do you think you would teach your kids about social media? Would you not let them on social media? I, would you tell them to be careful? Like, what would you do? I would take a cue from uh, the people who actually created the monetization AIs and everything. Uh, I would not let my kid on social media until maybe I think they said high school. I would take it that far. 
Yeah. Uh, would maybe would, allow them YouTube access in middle school or something? Would you? Uh, do you honestly yeah. like think that you would be able to go through with that? Like, you know, at a certain point, you don't have control over what they look at. You can you say that like, no, don't do it. I like, would. You're not allowed to. Right. Right. I would definitely put an effort into it after seeing the stats. Like, if if suicide rates go up like that, then depression rates are arguably going up at that rate or higher, right? So, I mean, I, I, and depression is fucking killer, right? So I, I wouldn't want my kid to go through that. I would try to pre prevent it as much as I can. Robbie, what do you think? So, uh, I, c I can kind of relate to, like, uh, so, like, some of my younger cousins, like, my 10-year-old cousins, they, they use Facebook, right? But all they really do with Facebook is just talk to each other, like, talk to friends and family, and that's pretty much it. They don't really, like, use the social media aspect of, like, you know, like, going through pages and like joining groups and all that posts or posting pictures all they really do is just talk to each other and like call each other so like i guess if i were to have a kid they will most likely if it's like oh i need to talk to my friend in some way like let's say in middle school they need to talk to their friend in some way because they're probably going to want to talk to their friends right then sure i will let them use social media but like make sure that they know what the restrictions are like oh just really just use it to talk to your friends. Use only this platform. Like, they can only use, like, let's say Discord or, I don't know, like, WhatsApp or something. Something that's only purely messaging. But they can't really touch something like Facebook or Instagram until they're much older. So then my question there would be, because, like, what you're saying I don't think is wrong in this slice. But I'm curious as to how you would enforce that, right? Yeah. Would you would you give your kids a smartphone to allow them to download WhatsApp and Discord or whatever platforms you thought was okay i don't think you're going to be able to give no. them a phone that's not, I'm a not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna buy them a smartphone i think more than likely i'll probably just let them use my phone if they need to or like something that i own maybe my laptop or something but like i won't give them a thing of their own until they need it when they're older when they're you know going out by themselves and all that you know i think oh. i think i think like my answer to this is it really depends on what my son or daughter really is like how mature they are at at what whatever age you know i think like my biggest thing is what i would try to teach is that the biggest thing is your own mental health when you're on these social media platforms right especially when you're a kid like whether you're on facebook or instagram is yeah yes you follow your friends you talk to your friends but a lot of it they'll be posting pictures they will be talking online and be, being online is a whole different story to being in person. People will say things, do things online that they would never do in person. I think my biggest thing is like to sit them down and like make sure that they understand what social media legitimately is and that their value as a person is not defined by how many people like their photo. You know, how many people, how many friends they have. I remember when I was younger, like I would like I didn't have like I still don't have like an obscene amount of friends on Facebook, even though I don't even use the platform. I would see you haven't hit 1000 yet i haven't i have not i think i'm at like 500 the thing right. is i haven't and like i would legitimately think that i i was valued less because less people were friends with me on facebook i thought that like i did and right. it, it's such a sad thing to really think about but it's it is the innate uh nature of social media like if i post a picture on instagram uh that gets less likes than maybe like one of my better pictures I will feel a certain type of way. Like, it doesn't bother me nowadays, right? But it doesn't make me feel like... It doesn't completely... I don't completely not think about it. It doesn't hit you as hard now. Of course. Right. So, I, I like, okay. the crux of my argument is that 
teach them what the real idea of social media is. And if it's changed by the point I have kids, then obviously things will change. But if it is the way it is right now, it is legitimately about teaching them to understand the mentality you should have while you're on social media. Um, and instead of like the way we were like put onto social media, just jump in the pool, jump into the, into the deep end and Figure try to swim. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I have a question for you then, like a follow-up, I guess. Assume, let's just assume for the sake of argument that social media more or less stay the same to how it is now, right? Because I think none of us can really predict slash, uh, uh, you know, factor in any changes down the road. Let's say more or less what we're familiar with as Facebook, Instagram, all the platforms, right? I don't think you, I don't know if you mentioned it, or at least I don't remember, but does that mean you, you say you, you would talk to them about social media and how to deal with the, uh, like it affecting their confidence and whatnot? At what age do you think that would be appropriate for them to actually start making and using these accounts then? Um, I don't know if there's a given age for, for something like that. Like, I really don't think that there's a given. I feel like if, if, if I had the, like, if I had it my way, right, mm -hmm. it would be at, up to the point where I see my children, I see my kids as becoming, uh, you know, strong enough or mentally, like, sound or mature to understand what I'm telling them. Um, okay. But that's, that's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. Uh, I I don't have kids, but I know that's not going to happen. Uh, like I know what's going to never be strong and mentally no, intelligent. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that I will never be able to control my kids to the point where I tell them like, "Hey, now it's okay to make a social media account." They're going to have one whenever the fuck they want one. You know, that's what's going to end up happening. That's Wait, okay, but now see, that that comes with a separate question of sort of what I asked Rafi before of that that comes with uh questions about accessibility right yeah. does that mean you would give them or they would have the medium uh to create these accounts younger at a younger age like would would you have any reservations about getting them a smartphone when they're younger i mean i would like, i guess i think you know you look into the options you know like obviously we're missing an entire piece here is our spouses right you remind missing an entire oh, piece here our opinions but yeah, yeah you're absolutely right about right like that. so if, if there's an option in which i can get them a phone that is, you do you remember the phones that we had that were technically oh, smartphones they were, yeah they were like technically smartphones but they could you could barely do anything on them are you talking about like yeah. blackberries and sidekicks are you yeah, talking yeah 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 shit like that i'm like, gonna just share for a second my first phone was back in high school like not even the beginning of high school yeah. it wasn't like sophomore or junior year of high school my dumb no sophomore year i think i remember that quite clearly my dumbass was walking around with a flip phone, like a straight up T9 phone. Cause my parents didn't want to get me anything nicer. That's there was shit. no internet on that shit. If I want to text someone, I'm sitting there. If I want to say hi, four I'm four four four, four, four eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six seven eight triple nine eight two one two. Um, but no, right? the, I, the thing is, if, if that's an option, which I, I like, burner phones are obviously going to be an option. Like, would you get a dumb phone? For I would get kid? a dumb phone. I would get a dumb phone. I would get a dumb phone. Until what point to like what like i guess there's i don't no, think i put a hard age on it always the, uh, the the factor of our kids are always going to be different right some kids yeah. may mature faster than others or you may just have that conversation with them earlier yeah but i think sort of on an average we can just look at it in in sort of like a more zoomed out general view right at what grade slash age do you think it I would think, be most likely for them i to, think Enough. I think it'll be inevitable, like, uh, of them having social media accounts and like the sixth or seventh grade. I think they will have, no matter how hard you try, I think they will have social media accounts at 
maximum seventh grade. Like I, I before uh, after that they will hundred percent have one. Before that, maybe you can work around it. I think the seventh grade is like or sixth grade is when they will have it, whether that you like it or not. You know what now, I'm saying? Now that's more or less like around twelve to thirteen. Yes, yes. Yeah. And at that point, and I mean, we we like me, me and Tamid have, and me, Tamid and Rafi have all worked with kids these age, right? And I think at that age, if they're not complete assholes, like you can actually get through to your to your kids. I'd like to think so, right? Like those kids. I... Kids around yeah. that age usually do have some capacity to actually understand the weight of what you're saying. Yes. I don't so think you raise them like assholes, right? Don't get me wrong. There are kids who are raised to be complete shitbags, and you'd be surprised. I think, I think in some point of the movie, they talked about how the kids kind of don't have a chance. They don't have a chance because, like, there are... For every single app out there that they have on their phone, for every uh, single social media app, there's like a set team of software engineers that are that th their job is to fight for for uh, fight for attention, right? Like they have to the number amount of yeah, time. they have to maximize the amount of time. They're fighting other apps. They're fighting real life. They already beat real life, right? That's why we're on our phones all the time, yeah. right? But they but it's their job to make this shit as addicting as possible so they can monetize for clicks, 100%, yeah. right? I. Even if you like logic it through with a kid, I I I I I don't think even adults would be able to fight it. Like yeah. if they have the option to, and it's just like instant uh do dopamine or serotonin, whichever it is. Um, I I feel like eventually you would lose that fight. So then, just to double back for a second, if I remember correctly, did you say you want to make sure your kids were at least in high school till they got a social media account? Um, what, what I think, did you I, think I I might have said that. I think I mean for phones. Oh, just like phones. social media on their phones. I think they would probably have to wait till high school because they're gonna have social media uh, on their computers, right? Like, right. I don't think I could stop yeah. them from that um, on their phones. Um, well, well, this this also goes into the like you know question of how do you guys think social media should be regulated? Should it be regulated? Oh wait, before we jump into that, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. Are these like, am I asking too many off-brand questions? Because I feel like this is this is such an interesting like well. We, to can, we we can we can keep I talking like about this. We can we can keep talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. one more last thing because yeah. I I heard all of your responses as to sort of what age slash time range slash uh, requisites, right? Especially in the case case, you would want to have fulfilled before you let them have a social media account or let them have the medium to make a social media account. What do you like? Because the issue is. Unfortunately, anytime we raise kids, right, and like, of course, there's the factor of a spouse that none of us are actually talking about right now. And for a sake of conversation, I guess we won't factor that in immediately. But kids are not raised in a vacuum, right? No. Being mm -hmm. kids, they go to school, they interact with other kids. Those other kids come from, you know, any variety of homes and any variety of different methods of parenting slash teaching slash role models and whatnot. What happens when let's say your young child, whether young is 8, 10, 12, maybe even younger than that, they see their friend has a smartphone, they see their friend has these social media accounts, and they straight up ask you, hey, can I do that? What would your response to that be, or how would you work around that? Um, if I, yeah, so this is, this is why like, you know, it, it, my, my answer was a little bit more vague. Is because you know that 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 crosses my mind. It's like you know I did it because everyone else had one, you know, because um, I didn't yeah. want to miss out, right? And that like social media just it is nowadays it is not oh it's a fun thing to have that everyone has. It is literally how people communicate. It is straight up how people communicate in the world we live in today. 
Um, my my answer to that would be, first of all, if they're like eight nine, that's not. It's I'm gonna straight up probably just end up saying no. Like I don't feel like like the at eight or nine years old. Like my 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 cousin is ten years old, and the fact that she 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 has social media bugs me to all hell. But I I I'm I'm not her father. Right? I'm not her brother. Like that's my little cousin. Um. You don't give a shit about her. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Well, it's not my to. place. Just kidding, just kidding, it, just it's not my place. It, it's straight up not my place. No, I agree. I agree, though. I mean, like, uh, it, it's straight up not my place. Um, I, If they're 10, no, 11, maybe 12 is when you have the conversation. Um, Because I think the biggest thing, at least for me, to teach my kids is your 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 identity on social media is not who you are it never will be and it it just is not because that is how you fall into you know this the idea of making yourself on social media the best person you want other people to see because that's what we all are that is legitimately what we all are but it is not actually who i am i don't give a fuck about what i post on social media it's gotten me into hot water and it's gotten my friends into hot water but (laughs) i I don't care about what i post on social media because i know at the end of the day it doesn't mean anything it does not mean anything that's pretty fair i think that's a pretty strong answer like rafi pratik do you have anything you want to add uh let's see so I would also say, no, depending on their age, obviously. So, like, most likely, to hear about social media, they'll probably hear from, like, some kid at their school, probably, like, early elementary, late elementary or early middle school. Um, And depending on their age, like Nakeep said, it'll probably either be, like, a no or, like, a conversation, like, well, you know, you can have one, but not now. You're too young or, like, you know, you're not ready for it or, like, it's just, like, too complicated for you or, like, some explanation as to why they can't have it not just like a god said no. it was it was it's it's a sin yeah always use the god oh, card if you can god, the god card is always good just carrying around a winged dragon of raw with you all the time <laughs> so, to be like finish your food or you're going straight to hell yeah so when i wanted something like a bike or like a scooter and uh, my, my friends had it and i asked my my dad like hey he has one why can't i have one right my my dad's answer would probably be because uh their parents don't care about them or some shit like that. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? I don't think I would end up saying that. That's a little troll answer. Holy shit. That's that a fucking troll answer. <laughs> but like, what do you say to that? No, no, no. As a kid, My dad you can't just say anything. Me, yeah, yeah, you can't be like, what the fuck? Wait, what? I got, I got that answer in relation to me wanting to go outside and like hang out with my friends. I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. they're, they're all hanging out after school. Can I go hang out with them? She's like, not the street kids. Their parents not are on a school night. Not <laughs> on, oh, yeah. They not on school night. <laughs> Pratik, I'm sorry. We cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh yeah. Um. So I also have like a side. Um. I'm sorry. That's. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so I, I I I have a tangent. Uh. When would you or would you guys have the sex talk with your kids? Oh. Oh. oh maybe we should. We, oh. we should. We should stay on topic for now. We're that's a I don't have to. The reason I'm bringing it up is is because I feel like I would probably have the sex talk before the social media talk. Whoa. That's really early, dude. Really? That's interesting. That's oh. really early. I don't like. The reason why I think this question is worth uh, talking about, Nikib, is because unfortunately, social media can have explicit things. Right? Oh, that's true. No, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. Kids can be exposed to things they either don't understand or don't grasp the weight of. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Now I see that. I see that. I see that argument. And also, when you're on social media, 
they're a bunch of pedophiles, right? And how do you oh, explain no. to a kid with no. like, a sex doll? Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. How do you explain to a kid that there's, there's a person out there who wait, wants to, like... Wait, really quickly. Rafi said something that I wanted to expand on. Rafi said, I don't have to worry about that. I don't know what this means. I mean, oh. for now. Oh, for now. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> I don't have kids, so what do I have to worry about? Lit. I'll figure out when I get there. <laughs> that, that yeah. is true. I mean, that's, that's a talk so, that, like, I mean, I just wanted to bring it up. It was just like, oh, side. I think that a lot of this is unfortunately going to come down to, all right, we'll just have to wing it as parents. Um, I'm being so idealistic. Like, so yeah, yeah, idealistic. This is, Guys, everything uh, we're saying right now is in the vacuum of, yeah, as if we could understand what's going on, look at the big picture, and, you know, cherry-pick right the exact moment we think is the best time to talk about this, right? Yeah. Uh, independent of other outside factors. But in terms of the sex talk, I understand why you would say you should probably have the talk before you talk about social media, because it's so easy to, for kids to either make jokes that are wildly inappropriate or make references to things that they just yeah. don't grab. I think like the easiest thing uh, that the easiest example I can think of is like middle schoolers joking about rape on social media and not understanding just how heavy and how much yeah. of a, like exactly what that even entails. Right. Um, a lot of kids could just see it as ha ha ha. Like that's it. Right. They don't understand exactly what's even like, like what that means or how like yeah. how much of a, a dark topic that is the, the weight of that right. conversation is is a lot right. more is a lot more i mean it's just a lot more heavy than like kids legitimately think it is i mean kids joke about everything kids in middle school are the most yeah. heartless bastards i've ever met in my kids, life Kids can be really fucking vicious middle school can be really heartless yeah also, I, I have a side question um did your parents ever have the the sex talk with you guys? Never. No. We're all no. brown. No. We're I still don't know no. what it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Never. Never. I don't, think any of us I don't know what it is. The public school system has taught us yeah. either that, or the minute we get married, suddenly God will give us the information in a moment of divine intervention, yes. and we will suddenly know how to make children. Oh. No, no, no. Guys, I, guys, I, guys. I don't no, know what in it fifth is. grade, in fifth grade, I, I, I think, uh, I think there was a plan for, um us to have a sex talk in class, right? There's like someone was going to come in, explain how it is, and explain the dangers of unprotected sex and all that shit, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they sent a permission slip home. Uh, it's more of a notice. There, your parents didn't need a sign, you just had to show it to them. And right. then um, well, maybe like an acknowledgement of, of this happening. But my mom was like, no. She wrote down no, and then she, and then she told the teacher, tell, uh, tell her you can't hear. And she said it really calm, right? She said, you tell her you can't hear, like you're deaf? No, no, no. Tell her you can't hear hear this. Tell her uh, you okay, don't okay. want to hear this. Okay. Right? I and I was like, Ma, but I already know what this is. She was like, no, you don't. You'll understand when you're older. And I was like, oh, you know, really do. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in fifth grade. I, I we joke about this stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I, remember, I believe it was either like sixth or seventh grade in my middle school that we had this talk right yep. and it was like just like critique they they sent out the waivers and it was like you know it was just like it it wasn't even yes or no it was just sign this no, out if you want right to know, right uh yeah. like just an opt-out form essentially right and i remember my mom reading the form being oh, like okay. is this necessary and i was just like I don't know if it's necessary. Like, my dumbass middle school stuff that isn't fully aware of what's going on, doesn't understand the weight of the sex talk. But all I told her was, if you say no, they'll pull me out of class, right? And oh, my God. Right? My mom heard that, and she's like, 
I don't need my son pulled out of class for this. I'm gonna just say yeah. The public what? school system can do what the essay will. I, I like. I don't know uh, if I, I'm just not remembering, but I like my. I don't have a memory of that. Like that talk in um in like sixth grade or seventh grade. Like my earliest memory of the school system telling me was in uh physical education. Not PE. What it was in. Uh, it was in. Is it sex ed in high school? Health? Yeah, health, 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 health in high school. Like that was the first official thing because I don't remember. I can't actually remember whether like I was pulled out of class during that conversation or we just never had it. I just don't remember. Uh, I remember like one day, I think they separate all the boys and the girls, the boys in a room, girls in another room. And we watched a video about our changing bodies or something like that. What's a video? I think it was just like Watch a video, thing, like how you like grow or whatever, or like. Oh, Rafi went to a good school. He got actually. <laughs> you, no, no. Go to a one. You didn't go to one seventeen for elementary for school, did you? School. Elementary, I went to PS eighty six. The, the school oh, right next to the. Oh no! <laughs> I never. I never, I never, I never I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't remember whether or not it was a elementary school or middle school, but like it was a day where like they separated the boys and the girls, and they had like someone explaining like how your body changes as you grow up or something. I will say on the day that they they explained in my middle school how like they, like how everyone's like how puberty works essentially right, and they split up the boys and girls. I remember the gym teacher passed out uh, old spice deodorant to all the dudes. Yeah, right? shitting me. What? On the side of the deodorant was like a little information packet, basically explaining puberty to you, and like this, like maybe the 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 size of your four fingers, right? Like a tiny little cute packet, right, with pictures and illustrations, right? And then one of the pages what? was. Here's what an erection is, right? I wish I oh. had what the hell? Yeah, and it had like, a diagram for it. Right? Oh, I didn't have that. And I remember uh, my health teacher at the time was like, okay, so we're having this talk. You're going to take this home. You're going to apply the deodorant, you know, yada, yada. Just make sure you don't do too much, right? And like, don't slice off a bit and just leave it under your armpits to melt or some shit like that. I remember that joke because I was like, that's a weird joke, but I guess that's a valid point to make in case someone's really stupid. And she was like, all right, just make sure, you know, you want to take this information as guy. You want to just keep it to yourself. All the girls don't need to hear about this, right? Dude, and the girls I don't have to worry about that day. The girls were told more or less the same thing for their own information and their own packets. Literally, the next period, my class at gym, everyone's showing each other packets. Oh and looking my god. Oh, that's what this looks like. Oh, that's what that looks like. And it's all these information packets. And I remember we the health class was run by the gym teacher. So I our class specifically had him next period. And he just looked at us like, Oh, the packet's already out. Like that, there, he. It was like, why would you expect these kids to not share the thing you told them not to share? Like, how <laughs> their friends? How, yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a stupid puberty story. Holy moly! Um, so I was in high school, uh, like in the very epicenter of puberty. I was at the peak puberty phase. I was maybe like sophomore. Right? I think that's like peak puberty, like fifteen, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, I remember, like, I mean, this is like, you know, as guys, we have, what happens during puberty, guys? Well, for for us, what happens? What's the big body thing that generally, body hair, uh, right? Body hair. Mm, body hair, yeah. Uh, body hair. And then what's the random thing that happens every now and every five minutes oh, when you're 15? Oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it happens, right? I mean, every, every guy's experienced the random one in class and have to stand up. So this is not that type of story. This is, I was in class one day, right? And yeah, it, it happened, right? And I was leaving class and all of a sudden, like, 
there's like a, a like it's, it's it's like a weird feeling like in my pants right i'm just like very strange it's not like oh horny or anything like that right and i thought like legitimately thought my 15 year old brain was like is this the like the next thing of puberty am i like what like what's going on like why is my like leg like shaking and then I, I, I put my hand in my pocket and it's just my phone vibrating. <laughs> That's all it was. It was just my phone vibrating. And I was like, I was such a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh. Okay. I, I want to make fun of you, but also, you're a dumbass kid who doesn't know any better. Yeah. You have no idea what this stuff yeah. means. Or yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of like the whole, like you guys got the whole deodorant packet thing. I don't know. Did, did Rafi predict? Did you get anything like that in school? Yeah, I got that. I didn't get the pamphlet showing what an erection is or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we the same day. The girls also got the periods. Oh. So in uh, so middle the school... The guys uh, were, like, laughing uh, about dicks and shit and, like, body hair and pubes, right? Because some of the kids had pubes, whatever, right? Um, But then the girls came back, like, fucking mortified. Like, <laughs> they just found out every, sing uh, every single month or, or so, right? They're going to bleed. And it's never going to stop until menopause. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I think we can all appreciate and just recognize girls have it rough. Yes, yes, right? yeah. yes they do. Yes. Puberty, girls have it really rough. Nah, bro, I gotta oh, shave yeah. every week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, okay, this is like, I never had that thing, like from the high school, like deodorant and anything. Like, like, they never taught me. But I got very lucky with the family that I have. My mom, crazy hygienic, like, just a little crazy on that side and same with my aunt who who lived with me and as soon as soon as they saw a semblance of armpit hair i got i got deodorant um and i got yelled at to like make sure i take a shower every fucking day like i got yelled at to make sure i took a shower every day and they would like at the first like few months my mom would put on my deodorant for me to make sure i did it right like, she, she'd be like get over here <laughs> yeah 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 like she'd be like get over here i'm not making you smell like shit that'll never happen in this household and i'm like okay mom. uh and then as soon as i turned like 15 my mom gave me like a, a razor so like, uh, i got lucky with my mom so my parents uh when I was going to puberty, they were like, yeah, so you need to start uh, cleaning yourself up. Like, they were telling me to, like, you know, clean my armpit hair and, like, my pubes and all that, right? So, like, I think that's the only time they actually ever touched, you know, puberty with me ever. Wait, they told you to shave your pubes? Well, not shave, but, like, you know, trim. They told you to trim your pubes? Yes. Like, explicitly? Keep yourself clean. Oh, they just like, like explicitly, yeah, yeah. or they said keep yourself clean? Just keep yourself clean, you know, like, clean the hair, like, on your body, like, armpit hair. And they were, like, in your private breast. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh wow! That's a really important distinction to make because, yeah. like, I mean, that's a sensitive topic for parents to bring up. That's crazy. It's a topic right. that you should that your parents should probably bring up, right? Like personal hygiene. Oh, of course. Should, I mean, our grandparents are you know they, they shy away from these things. Yep. Oh, but yeah, also no. like, diverted uh, far away from the social dilemma. Very oh, yeah, yeah. social dilemma. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I, I, okay. Regulations tangent to Nakeebs is. I remember oh, yeah. when I was in high school, like early high school, my mom just walked into my room. I'm sitting there playing video games like, you know, a dumbass high school kid boy, right? I'm sitting there playing Mass Effect, doing whatever story thing, yada, yada, yada. She just looks at me and I look back at her. I don't know why she's looking at me funny. And she just looks at me for like two more seconds. She's like, I'm going to buy you a razor. You got a, you got some dirty hair on top of your lip, right? I was <laughs> like, oh. I guess I have a mustache. I look in the mirror. I mean, I had noticed I had my mustache is growing out, but I didn't, you know, dumb high school kid going his very first mustache doesn't know what's going on. Even right, calling right. it a mustache is like an exaggeration because that was nothing more than like, you know, 
upper lip yeah 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 right and then hey next day my mom's like here's a razor go deal with that yeah Done. yeah 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 i i didn't grow a beard until i like middle of college so <laughs> i was always shaving <laughs> um, yeah. oh, we, we, we real have... quick yeah. last tangent I'm yes so nice sorry. excellent <laughs> so every time so, i want to move back into our original <laughs> topic dickheads so when i went to india for my sister slash cousin's wedding uh, I had a beard, right? It wasn't like a crazy beard. It was kind of like sister uh, slash cousin. What? Yeah. So like she, I, I grew up with her for the first ah, three years of my life. So she was just like an older sister. Okay. 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 Um, and and I, my nickname for her is literally Didi Pai, which means sister brother. Uh, th- th- that doesn't matter. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, whatever. I had a beard, right? It was very, it was very, very small. It was like on the lowest setting of the trimmer, right? Barely anything there. It's just stub. Uh, and and uh, my grandma saw me and i didn't realize how fucking racist my grandma was she looked she took one look at me the first time she saw me she was like why do you have facial hair like a dirty muslim i think i told you guys this i think i I told you god damn and i I was so taken aback because in my head i have this picture of my grandma being this nice sweet old lady that like fucking uh just like waddles around because she's very small too she's like four I think she's a little bit shorter than my mom. My mom's four eight. She's four six, and and like I, my image is just like very cute little woman, right? And then she comes out with this raid, racist ass comment, and I'm taken aback. I don't know what the fuck to say, so I just smile and nod my head, and, and I just, I just, I just, I just change the conversation. <laughs> this is the most particular. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dude, I was so scared. Yeah, oh my god. Scared. Like a dirty Muslim. <laughs> Damn. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, bro, it happens. It happens. And the thing is, the city that they live in, it, it's half, it's it's like very close to split in half of Hindu Muslims. Isn't that Calcutta? Right? It's Hyderabad. Oh, Hyderabad. Okay, Hyderabad okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what the fuck happened, but like, okay, let's get back to it. I'm sorry. Wait, real okay. quick, just because I think it's worth uh, <laughs> yes. oh, for a moment. God. Like, last, last, last note. Fuck my balls, uh, bro. What? I think what what can we say like three out of four of us currently are Muslims on varying degrees of practicing, right? So when we say dirty yeah. Muslim, like this I isn't so. you know yeah screw that demographic. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Varying um, degrees of practicing. For yeah. Sure. Um. I mean, we, it, it's a very much true that our parents are a little parents and especially our grandparents are uh, just teensy weensy closet racist, <laughs> but uh, that's. <laughs> I mean, I think it's very well known that brown parents are pretty racist. (laughs) Um, Okay, we have really fallen off of the social dilemma. Uh, Just to quickly wrap it up. um, Should there be regulations on social media? And if so, what kind? Like, what would you really do? Okay, so I think um, there should be regulations on social media. I think it's uh the job of the social media company to find out and like sort through misinformation um because a lot of these things you know like we talked about pizza gate it like someone had an you said ak ar something i i don't know yeah 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 yeah. Um, no they they took it had a weapon right they had arms and they were ready to shoot people um to i guess free the kids that were children that didn't exist in the basement that didn't this which that was the funniest part that that pizza shop didn't have a basement yeah that pizza shop didn't have a basement but like i think it should be on the social i i should be i I think it should be the job of the social media company to figure that shit out right like if they can create ai to maximize uh attention um attention span and like 
fucking do all that that shit they can definitely figure something out right we can give them time whatever i think the main to, to yeah help with misinformation i mean right okay, and like after they like you know figure out truth and everything i mean like what like what would that entail like would you i think we're start i like sorry to cut you off for a second but like i think we're starting to see just the the bare roots of it right now yeah but i think a lot of it does come down to the services themselves fact checking the sites the the articles that are posted on these sites right yeah like if you post an article onto Facebook or Twitter or whatnot, it recognizes that's an article, right? It posts a little thumbnail, it gives a little headline, it has the link and whatnot. And only recently, let's say just Twitter as an example, has started um, marking what it thinks is just abject disinformation as, hey, yeah. with a little disclaimer at the bottom saying, hey, this is false, right? And here, here's a link to a accredited source saying exactly what the actual truth of the matter is. But it would essentially be that on a much larger, wider scale. And now the issue there becomes you could easily start talking about um, – you could have a conversation about, you know, how does that apply for things that are currently in progress, right? Things that where information may not completely be like – where facts may not be at 100% or moral gray areas and stuff like that. But I think at the very least – a sort of site-wide fact-checking of the articles and inf- like and sources of information that could mislead people needs to be implemented so that people, prior to clicking on a site that says the world is flat, vaccines cause autism, and the Democrats are all pedophiles, like they see a disclaimer saying, oh, this is objectively false. Here's a reliable source explaining the matter itself, right? Mm-hmm. Explaining that Wayfair isn't selling children or explaining <laughs> that um, I don't know why that cracks me up. It, it, it's silly, but like there are, it's it's so easy for people to think, oh, this person sounds and speaks like they know what they're talking about. They must be trustworthy. While at the yeah. same time, a website like Snopes or Politifact, right, accredited fact-checking websites, are just in big letters saying this is a false accusation or this is a false statement. I right? know Twitter's doing that. What's up? Twitter's doing this. Twitter's doing that, but even Twitter, it's sort of like it's still on a small scale, right? They don't do yeah. it to all articles. They don't yeah. do it to all accounts. Uh, like I, I think in the news, we've seen that Donald Trump's Twitter has been specifically yeah. Yeah. like it's been constantly uh, uh, like fact checked. Yeah, and it's because you know as a president, he has such a large platform. But what I'm proposing is doing it on a wider scale, all accounts, all articles, and not just on one platform like Twitter, but hey, Facebook, them, right? Instagram, I mean- right? Like. Like there's also um, the the idea that then you give power back to like you you have to tell these CEOs the, these companies that this is what you have to do right they, someone has to enforce it and if you give right. the power back to these uh, companies they have no uh, I guess motivation to legitimately do it that will detract away from their revenue so that i mean that comes down to laws being passed that you're, is, you're super yeah. right about that and i think that's why this sort of what i'm proposing what i'm talking about it can't be done on a sort of voluntary yeah. uh m- like media network by network basis yeah right? there has to be pure national regulation right exactly what twitter's doing doing is currently because twitter wants to because their ceo jack dorsey feels like it's such an important thing but at the same time on the other end of the spectrum, Mark Zuckerberg has specifically gone on the record to say, we are not the arbiters of truth. We do not police what is right and wrong, right? Yeah. 
So it can, in my opinion, it can't be on a voluntary basis. It would have to be there. Would I, I personally think that there should be some sort of government regulation, right? Now, of course, that gets into murky, murky water where we talk about you know if the government has too much access or influence over social media, that could be its own problem in itself. But at the very least, in a sort of democracy, if there is government regulation that can help enact this sort of fact-checking and help regulate it, I think that's a good step in the right direction, right? A lot of government regulation has led to things that are very common in our lives that had initial uh, resistance, right? Something as simple as like seatbelts in cars, right? They were not a standardized thing. That's something started by the government. At the time it was being proposed and it was being passed, car companies were like, no, we don't want to do seatbelts. It's bad for you, right? Just straight up being like, it's bad for you. But to us today, that's a common sense thing. Right. Sort of in the same way, I feel like it would be helpful for the government to enact some sort of regulation mandating fact checking. And maybe 10, 15 years from now, that becomes a common sense thing that you look back and be like, yeah, why wouldn't we have done that to make sure that the information being spread is factual and true and not just outright lies? Yeah, I mean, I, like there's, a, there's there's also the idea that um whatever the government like does now, like there's also that argument of. How much are you allowed to regulate the internet? You know, it's as a as a public. Uh, I guess you count the internet as a service, right? The whole internet as a service. Yeah, it's a service, right? Like you say, like uh, there has to be regulations on what what social media platforms do. There also has to be regulations on what the government is specifically allowed to do. Right. Right to control it. So th there is. I mean, both the government ideas. is allowed to do pretty much whatever, right? Like a couple of years ago, they removed net neutrality. I don't think there's. I don't think there are specific limits to what they can do. No, no, no. But I'm saying that, like, morally, I'm saying morally, oh, morally. They, they, there has to be, I mean, like, there morally, has to be, yeah. like, a, like a completely different story. Internet as, like, this infinite service, you're super right about that, right? Nothing's ever going to stop. Like, if I wake up tomorrow and I decide I'm going to host a website accusing, um, I don't know, Michael Bloomberg of having murdered, uh, like, of having given Roosevelt polio somehow in some crazy convoluted scheme or conspiracy, <laughs> right? Nothing will stop me from doing that. And the okay. internet definitely can't stop me. But if I make an article talking about it and it gets people to think that's true and some people start sharing that on Twitter, Twitter as a platform, I think we can look at as like, okay, me as an individual or my website as a, as a single site, that's free. That's fine. That's freedom of speech, right? Sharing that is also freedom of speech. But being told or being notified that, hey, this is an abject like objectively false claim there's no information to prove it here's what the actual truth of the matter is and yeah. it's that roosevelt was born with polio right and not you know given to him by michael bloomberg as a baby or some shit like that right <laughs> like, i think it's not crazy to think that the largest platforms could be moderated better even when there's no reason to ever try moderating the internet as a whole yeah. And and with Zuckerberg saying like he is not like Facebook is not the arbitrator of truth, like fundamentally like that may be like like true, but it is his duty. I guess I would say it's it's his duty to do it because Facebook is such a large platform in which people get their information. Like with the, like yeah. if, if like imagine 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 Wikipedia goes back <laughs> and says we are not the arbitrator of truth, bro. Are you shitting me, Wikipedia? Where, where, like, oh, it's proven to be generally like reliable, no matter how much you're like in high school, like high school teachers. Yeah, they listen sources. Right, right. Like, imagine, imagine Wikipedia, right? 
where you literally have an article on everything this world has to offer goes and says that we don't care if it's true or not like are you shitting me (laughs) are you like actually shitting me like how is that even remotely allowed and you know mark zuckerberg just just said just said it to get um just get the people off his back. Yeah, of course, of course. He, he, he wants to keep it's, his. He's going to keep, gonna yeah. keep his business. Like, like. My question to you guys would be: If we're saying, you know, like obviously a voluntary basis is not going to cut it, right? If Twitter says yes and Facebook says no, that's not enough. If we don't yeah. want to, if you don't want to think about a government regulation forcing the companies to do it, are there any other ways to approach this problem? No, no, I'm saying it, it, it has to go through. It probably, like, it has to go through government. Like, it, mm-hmm. it will go through government. I think, and, and this is more, uh, like, uh, like um, a note on, like, the American government, how, how slow the government is to uh, accommodate or, like, uh, put into law things that should have been done hundreds of years ago, or in this case, tens of years ago, right? Right. That is just the the nature of our government and implementing laws that should have been placed a long time ago. And we just have to kind of deal with that and hope that, I mean, make sure that the elected officials do something about it. Because it's dangerous. So we're losing people. We're losing lives. Right. I think it should probably, uh, it should probably be an international committee. Oh, yeah. But again, lobbying, the International what? Committee of Social Media Management, or like, <laughs> like, well, who would oh, we yeah, I know. Yeah. I think that should be a thing. The UN has different, like, the, there's a World Trade Organization, World Health Organization. Yeah. You can have a social it's, media organization. I think that there's, if not social media, like a world internet, or like, I'm sure there's more nuance to that. But like, yeah. I, I can see where Pratik is going with this. No, something. but then, like, if you do an internet the US organization, what? If you do an internet organization, that that's going to go around back to mediating a free service. Oh yeah, because you then know, there's so issues. Impossible. It's not a free service. No, 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 no. no, no. What, uh, sorry, do you do you want? No, to me, you... go ahead. Oh, okay. No, what I was going to say was that um, one of the big issues or roadblocks that comes with having an international committee or regulation is that different countries have widely varying views on how to uh moderate something as wide and free as the internet right china and russia's take on the internet is like a night and day difference to what we see right. as a free internet, yeah. right yeah china's got the great wall russia has incredibly strict regulations on what kind of sites and speeches okay online the great right? firewall yeah to the point where you can just be punished or just not have access to anything that they the government themselves don't agree with right so unfortunately that's just another thing that it has its right. pros and cons. yeah well the um, reason i brought it up is because if you throw money if you throw enough money at people who make the bills it'll just go through right that's like that's that's like a something to worry about i think if um, you just get it from the u.s point of view yeah so I'm sorry. I think we're gonna have to cut it like there. It we're we're closing in on oh, yeah, uh, like an hour and forty minutes. An hour and a half. Oh, yeah. So oh, we, yeah. We, if we if we wanted to, we could talk about this for hours. And oh, I like I definitely we could. Um, but I think we're gonna end it here. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of the Be Like That podcast. Uh, make I'm sure to make sure to check us out next week. We're going to be talking about men's health next week. Uh, so everyone look forward to that. All right, boys. Anything else? Anything you all want to say? I'm excited about the third one. I was excited about it before the second one even yep. happened. So. Yep. Third I'll say it. Uh, to you listening, don't care who you are, you look great today. Ah, uh, to me, trying to be a fan favorite, dickhead. Kiss <laughs> yeah. Kiss ass. Kiss ass. Kiss ass.
It's a we did not hey, work. Alright, thank you again everyone, uh, and we'll catch you later. Oh,